Welcome to The Good Goddess Show, a weekly podcast for women who are fed up, are feeling bloated and tired. I'm your host, Kezi Hall, holistic nutritionist and all-around health geek. Let's dive into the show. In today's episode, we are looking at and talking about this one thing that is radical and revolutionary and probably makes you uncomfortable but is really integral for you seeing results in your body, your belly, your mind, your skin, and your hormones. Really important, but it's revolutionary. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to give you a bit of history lesson. And I'm really hoping that this episode is like an, oh, it's like eye-opening revelatory (laughs) for you. Because it definitely has felt that way for me as I've leaned into this in the past years and just realized, oh, okay, this is why I've maybe ended up in the pickle that my health has been in because of this, this aspect. Okay. Um, so dive on in. I know it's, it's, it's a juice, it's a juicy topic. And it's also, it's not what gets talked about and bashed around on the internet. It's a, I, I feel like no one ever talks about this, but it makes such a massive plays such a huge role in you, your health, you feeling good, your hormones, your belly, just all of it. Okay. Um, but I'm so glad that you are here. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do share this with people if you think they would like it. If you like this podcast, please go to iTunes, rate it, subscribe, and then share it. Be like, hey, hey, Alyssa, you should listen to this podcast. <laughs> I know people listen all across the world, which is crazy and wonderful, but it's always good for more people because I know there's such valuable stuff in here. Um, but I hope you are doing well. Um, news update from us is uh, my our family finally watched Encanto recently. So we're, we're a bit behind on the rest of the world. Um, so I basically just wake up and go to bed with Encanto soundtrack stuck in my head, in my head just constantly. <laughs> I mean, even now I'm really holding back to not sing at you because maybe you've watched it and you're already sick to death of the songs. Maybe you haven't. But anyway, that's that's been happening. Um, the girls, uh, so I have twin girls. They are just over one. They are starting to walk and toddle around, which is so cute, and say words, you know, like mummy. I'm sure that's starting to happen. Slash, I'm really kind of, you know, of putting in the effort to make sure that's the first word. I'm like, I birthed you. I don't have the first word. So that is cute. I have to say, I um, don't love the tiny baby stage, but like from like nine months onwards or like this stage where they're like chatting and walking and just, oh, cute as biscuits um, is fun. So that is, that is feeling fun. We've also made, done a couple of exciting family plans, which has been fun. Uh, We are going to spend, hopefully, you know, I feel like you have to make any travel plans like very loosely now with the way of the world, but hopefully going to be spending a month in Madeira at the end of the year as a bit of half holiday, half working because we can both work remotely, um, which feels so fun (laughs) because I feel like I've been working and trying to you know, we create our lives um, as much, you know, to the, in the vast degree. And I always wanted to do this, but it's just not been that case. So yeah, that's been really fun. I'm just like, oh yeah, I get to like 
create the life I want to live. And it doesn't always happen instantly. It's kind of been like work in progress to get to this place. But I've just like even beginning to be like, oh yeah, let's go spend a month in Madeira and work and take our kids and have a holiday and do some work and just be, to be honest, just be somewhere sunny. (laughs) If you didn't know, I live in Scotland. It's not known for its heat. And I live in Glasgow in Scotland, which is one of the greyest, dampest, wettest places. So, you know, I need need some sunshine. Uh, So that's felt exciting. And then otherwise, yeah, it's just been beavering on doing client work, which has been really good. I do have some spaces for clients. So do book in a clarity call if you're interested in that or in in that at all but it's just been awesome watching like even yesterday I was chatting with a client and her main thing was just energy um and also maybe a little bit of weight but that wasn't really the main thing a lot of it was just like energy and her like cognitive function just like her brain just feeling like like not awesome and we're still you know we're not at the end of her program but we're kind of like I don't know a month or so in and you know I was just checking with her progress because I like to track symptoms and like key indicators so I can make sure clients are making progress um over the four months that we work together and she's like you know what I just feel like my energy just feels so much better we made some dietary tweaks um she's like my um my belly like she was telling me she fit into trousers that she couldn't fit in like a month ago and actually with her in all transparency it wasn't like she's lost a stone of fat she was just so bloated that that's kind of where we've started first and then we're going to work a little bit more on like body fat um and recomposition but just reducing her inflammation she's like oh my goodness I can fit into trousers that I couldn't fit into before her energy is improving um and she's just like Oh, she's just making amazing progress. And we're like, we're still, you know, we're still doing stuff. We've been doing a gut protocol um, because of various like yeast and stuff going on. And that's awesome. And, and then I was chatting with another um, client who uh, we were just talking a little bit about um, just how uh, this is a client that wants to lose body fat and just how um, hard that can be and all how, how much the system has failed them. And I see this a lot when people come and work with me and one of their main goals is shifting their body fat because they know they don't feel right and good and healthy at their current body fat percentage. Um, And often these are people that have like followed the rules, if that makes sense, the dieting rules and then gotten worse and never seen lasting results. And so we were just kind of going through like, you know what, the system has set you up to fail and that's why there's like metabolic issues going on and um just like we're at the very beginning of our program so we're just kind of gathering data doing some gut work dealing with sugar helping with blood sugar balance you know all of these kinds of things um so I just yeah it's fun helping clients just be like okay no things can totally change for you we just need to figure out what's going on with your body so anyway that has been happening I've been wrapping up a couple of programs with other clients um and getting them just to check in and that's been fun and starting with some new clients so that's that's generally how my week goes like children poop and canto client work like that's kind of oh and swims it's now light in the evening in scotland so i'm swimming in the evening again um so i love wild swimming just go to a local loch hop in hop out freezing question my life choices before i dip into the freezing cold water but then at the end i'm like woo that was good so yeah anyway that's my life update (laughs) whether you wanted it or not but i want to talk about this radical and revolutionary thing okay so i really encourage you listen to this episode you don't have to agree with everything that i'm saying by any means but just give it to you as an offering because i really think if you soak this thought in this idea in this 
piece of information in, it could really help you, really, really help you see incredible results over the next couple of months, okay? Did you hear that I'm doing a fun new thing? This is gonna be something that's gonna help take stuff off your to-do list. You are gonna feel so much clearer, less overwhelmed, really focused, feel really motivated when it comes to your health and knowing what to eat. It's gonna be something that's gonna make your life easier and it's gonna be free and I'm offering it every week. And no, it's not the podcast because the podcast does all those things as well, but you know, I'm ramping it up. I'm making it even better because I really know that you can feel better. I know that I can help. And what I'm offering every week is two free clarity calls. These are free 20, 25 minute Zoom chats with me where you get my eyeballs on your health and there's twofold purpose for these. What we'll do is over that 20, 25 minutes, because this is something I'm trained in and do every day, I will be able to glean more of, okay, what is going on? What are some of your root causes? I'll be able to begin to figure out what are some of the key imbalances happening. And you will leave with clarity of what to focus on. What are the right next steps for you? These calls are also an opportunity where we can find out more about working together. Would that be a good fit for you? What would that look like? What would the lab tests look like? What would your personalized program be? And how would that work together? I would love to have one of these calls with you because, you know, I love what I talk about here on the podcast is having that personalized approach based on your unique body. But I can't do that when I'm doing a podcast that thousands and thousands of people listen to. But in a conversation, I know that after 20 minutes, I can help you gain so much more clarity of what is really going on with your health. What are the main problems to solve and what your next steps are? And that might be working with me. If I feel like I can help, I will let you know and you can decide and we can go through that or it might not be but you will be clear on what are the next steps I know so much of the time people are googling they're reading they're getting contradictory advice and in the end they're not making any progress still feeling stuck so I want to give you this for free help give you give you the gift of clarity cheesy as it sounds so if you want one of these free calls I'm making space in my calendar for two each week so it'll just roll on and when each week's full up they'll be booked up and they'll be done on zoom and you can book in at kezia hall k-e-z-i-a-h-a-l-l.com forward slash book so that's kezia hall.com forward slash book book in your free clarity call you can also find the link in the show notes on instagram i would love to chat with you these are really fun they're going to be really informative but also chilled zero pressure um, yes, we'll talk about working with me if I think, honestly, that's going to be a good fit. And if you want to, but these are not like, I don't know, high pressure calls. They're meant to be fun. They're meant to be helpful. And I would love, love, love for you to gain more clarity so that you can start solving the right problems in your body and in your health and therefore see results with more speed and more ease. That's that's really what we want, right? So book your call, keziahall.com forward slash book, B-O-O-K. You can just go to kezuhall.com as well and you'll see at the top, book a clarity call. You can book in there. I would love to chat with you. I really, really would. So pause this right now. Pause, go book in, come back. Okay, I'm looking forward to chat and let's get on with today's episode. So be warned. What we're talking about today is pretty revolutionary. It's radical. It might make you feel a little bit uncomfortable or just like, I never thought about that because but you will see massive results from just being aware of this 
and taking maybe a little bit of action on it is really going to serve you. And it's a different perspective that I don't really see talked about when it comes to health and bodies and nutrition and life and all of this stuff. I don't really see um, this talked about much, but it really makes a difference and plays a role in your health, in the speed of your recovery and the progress that you make. And it's important. Okay. So this is something that I have struggled with. Um, I found it uncomfortable to do and I see my clients struggle with it a lot, but it really plays a huge role in your health, in your progress, in the speed of which you progress, in the quality of your results, in how you feel, in your hormones, in your gut health, in your skin recovery, in your menopause, like all of all of the things. It plays a really important role and it's something um, most of my clients struggle with, uh, especially the women that I work with find this really difficult. And it's the idea or concept or the practice, that's the better word, it's the practice of getting support and allowing support in your life. So that's what we're talking about. We're going to be looking at why it's radical and why, how does that impact your health or the lack of support impact your health? What can you do about it? Um, and, and what this kind of looks like for you, just kind of unpacking it a little bit, because um, I really find that it, it gets in the way and we don't often think about it this way. So I just want to share with you a different perspective that I hope will support your wonderful brains in getting more support so that you can feel better, healthier, more energized, find your ideal body weight, have really healthy, wonderful, no drama hormones, just have normal poos every day, healthy, glowy skin that you can age really well, that you can feel like you're future-proofing your health, that you can feel good in your body right now, that this can, like, you're not feeling stuck or just like you want to like disconnect and disassociate from your body all the time because you just feel like, oh, it's a nightmare and it's constantly failing you. I don't, I don't really want that for you. And this is a part of, part of the puzzle. And I do see it really impacting um, clients, like actual biomarkers, for want of a better phrase, because this can really feel uncomfortable, the idea of getting support, the practice of allowing yourself to have support. But I really want to argue for the idea that it's really radical and revolutionary for most women. So as you know, I'm a holistic nutritionist. I am not a historian, but from my um, understanding, let's go through what I know of history so far. So if you are in a female body, um, women historically have been the support. Now, not just women, other marginalized people, people of color, black people, um, you know, obviously slave trade, lots of these things. So this is not, I'm not saying they have been the only source of support by no means. But within this context, women have historically and other marginalized people, um, more so potentially, you could argue as well, but that's not the topic of this podcast, uh, have been have been the support, the support of family, support of the men in their lives, support of their children, support of the community, the support. They have been the support. So you can see how if you are expected 
to support everybody in your family and in your community and in your home and in your life, you can see if that is this unconscious expectation, if that is how the society and culture runs that you live in, there's almost just like not even the concept of getting support because you're like, what? Like it's it's not like a no, I'm deliberately avoiding all getting any support. It's like not even a thought, if that makes sense, that women have of like, oh, oh, I could, oh, I could get support. Oh. Because we're so used to historically, we are the support. We know um we support our kids, our partners, our community, our workplaces, our colleagues. Um, and we've been told unconsciously time and time again, we know this through research that on average, uh, the average female is doing about 20 hours of part-time jobs worth of free labor in of caregiving um, responsibilities and caring for other people that men simply do not do. We, and it's because it's how, it's this history, it's this society, it's this expectation, this unconscious um, assumption that we support. And if you have been told that time and time and time and time again for de- year and decade upon decade upon decade upon decade, we then can fill in the blank. This is maybe not said advertently, and sometimes it's said advertently, um, is that we don't deserve to be supported because we need to support everyone else. Like, and then when you see this system or this way of thinking, um, often it just goes really like bubbling under the surface. It's not obvious. It's not something, if you ask me, being like, Kezia, do you feel deserving of support? I'd be like, of course I do. But if I really think about the action that I take and my behavior and my thoughts and the world and the culture and the society and the epigenetics I have and the way, the world, the system in which I live, the the hangover of this, of uh, this oppression, it, it still, it does still affect me because I wouldn't say I resist. I'm like, no, don't give me that support that you're offering. I have just historically, and even now, just don't even think about, I'm like, oh, oh, I could get support on this. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Like I didn't, I'm not actively pushing, no, please don't help me. No, like I'm not actively pushing support. I just don't even think of it. I don't, it's like, oh, I, oh, I could get more help with childcare. Like here's a great example um, that I've not actually done anything about, but it was a great example of this brain thing. I was just thinking, you know, life has just felt very full with running a business and both me and my partner, we both work and and we really love our jobs obviously we have twin um one-year-olds we have a toddler we have just like there's just life can feel full between the sleep deprivation and the nappies and the jobs and the work calls and the paying the bills and the life admin all those kind of things just that's how it has felt so I was thinking about okay like what might make things easier? And I realized that I was like, well, I have, I do have childcare. So I could, I, I don't know if I want to extend those hours in the weeks. I like seeing my kids in the morning and the afternoon and like, oh, but you know, oh, and but the weekends feel really stressful sometimes because by Sunday, everyone's really whining. And then I realized I was like, oh, I could get some babysitting for during the day at the weekend. And I had never 
had that thought. I had never had the thought that it would be okay for me to get childcare support at the weekend because I should, it's like my job at the weekend to get to do that. That's my job. Now, I'm not actually taking action on that because I like our family time at the weekend, but it was really interesting that it was, I not even, like that was, had never been an option. Of course, you wouldn't get childcare support the weekend. Of course you wouldn't do that because you are the support. You are the childcare. Of course you don't get support the weekend. But how weird is that? That there's not even been like this option in my brain. I'm not saying I'm going to necessarily do it, but I was like, oh, maybe, but maybe I will. Like once a month, get a babysitter, a couple of hours, take the kids to the park, give them some snacks. And I could just, they could have fun. I could sit and read or I could, I don't know, getting that support. Now that's a, that's just an example. And it's not necessarily, I'm not saying you need, you need to do that specific action. It's the, it's the fact that I didn't even think it was allowable for me to get help in that context. Like I didn't even, I wasn't being like, no, you person who's offering to babysit my children, I will do it all myself. It was just like, oh, I, oh, right. I could, that is possible. And if that's kind of like a little, and I realized this the other week, I was like, oh, this isn't like, because I speak to a lot of women and um, clients and it's that they're not actively trying to be unsupported yet their health and their symptoms and their bodies is struggling. And I'm like, you need support <laughs> if you want to feel good. So it's so important. We just historically, it's, it can be really helpful thinking about the way women historically have been the support. We are the support of society, communities, family, children, wider family, caregiving roles. We fill that gap and we do it unpaid, unseen. We show up we make shit happen. We care for people. We make sure people get looked after. That little, um, that person across the road during the pandemic, you made sure she got a toilet roll, didn't you? You know, your friend who just had a miscarriage, you get that parcel sent. You know, all of these things that your, you know, kids are off school, you're the one that doesn't work or whatever, just some examples. So this is really radical. It's a really different way of thinking because for years we have been expected to provide unplayed labor and caregiving constantly, constantly. And we still are to some degree. So we get this message kind of inadvertently that we aren't worthy of support, that we don't deserve it. We don't get to have it. We don't need to have it even. It's maybe not a worth, a worth issue. It's just, Kezi, you don't need support. You don't need support. You can do it. You don't need it. It's unnecessary. It's unnecessary for you to have this. Don't be ridiculous. It's excessive. That's why this is radical. That's why this is revolutionary. You know, that's why paying for childcare when you don't feel like you're earning enough feels stretchy. Why maybe inquiring to go and see a psychotherapist to deal with some anxiety you've been having feels awkward. She's like, oh my goodness, I have to pay this twice a month. I went, oh, that should go on the mortgage or something. You know, that's why even having a conversation with your partner or your housemate around uh, housemates around household tasks can feel like panic that's why um you know all of these things can feel 
awkward and hard and you just don't do it. You avoid doing it because it's just easier to do it yourself because it's radical. It's revolutionary. It's different. It's new. It's paving a new way. It's expecting, it's having a new standard of your, for your health, of how you feel, of how you are treated, of it's demanding something different. And that is radical and that is revolutionary. Historically, it's not been important for women to feel good as a collective. It's been important that we care and that we do the roles, that we fill the tasks, that we have babies, and that we kind of ideally shut up while doing it, generally speaking. Um, <laughs> probably not historically accurate summary, but it's not been important for women to feel good. It's been important for us to have babies. It's been important for us to care. It's been important for us to make food. It's been important for us to clean. It's been important for us to do all of these unseen things, you know, intelligence historically you know we're looking way back hasn't been important political views haven't been important changing things haven't been important even like it's only been in recent decades we've been able to have our own bank account have our own money have our own mortgage all of these things and in various countries in the world that's still not allowed and that's not important for women it's not important for women to vote it's not important for women to have their own property it's not important for women to not be raped in marriage it's not important for women to feel safe in the streets blah 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 uh, so when if you can summarize that, I often summarize and think about it as it's just not been important for women to feel good. And that can be like a real revelation if you let that sink in. When it comes, if you think about it in terms of your symptoms, your health, your mental health, your bloating, your hormones, your body, all these kind of things, obviously there's a much wider impact of this thought. But if we think about it in the context of your health and your body, there is no standard for you to feel good in your body. That's not been important. It's not been valued. It's been more about how you can be in this supportive role, how you can support others, how you can keep be the glue that keeps everything together. We've seen that in laws and in the rights of women in the past, but we now live in like a new world, and but yet we still kind of feel the hangover of this. The idea that feeling well and healthy and energized is just not that important for you. It's not important enough for you to get help, to get answers, to get support, to spend money on yourself, that actually everything else is more important. That new iPad for your kids, the hot holiday, the nice car, the mortgage, all of that is far more important than you and your health and your body and the only way that you exist on the planet. You feeling good, you having a better mood, less bloating, more energy, better hormones, like just it's just not that important because it hasn't been important as long as you can kind of trudge along and do your caregiving, do your roles, be the support, be the glue that holds everything together, manage everything together. As long as you can do that, it doesn't really matter how you feel about it. You because and and you're not worthy of support, so just kind of deal with it and move on with it. That's kind of the world that I I feel like we're coming emerging out of. And I know you're like Kezi, I know that was ages ago, but it's like thinking about it like a hangover of that you know, can be really liberating when, when, when prioritizing your health and making simple changes to your diet and starting to invest in organic butter instead of margarine, for example, because it's more expensive. That can feel really like, oh, stretchy, uh, because it's a little revolutionary act, just a little one, where you're going, what's, how I feel matters, what, impo- what is important to me matters that I'm going to focus on feeling good you know you going and seeing that therapist once a month and spending the money is you saying it's important that my brain feels good it's important that I understand myself it's important that I am supported I 
get support. Not because you're just going to stop supporting other people. Well, unless you want to. If you don't want to, go for it. <laughs> but it's that's why that feels hard. That's maybe why you haven't done it. That's why you, there's always an excuse. That's maybe why you bought a fancy new car instead of investing in your health or your mental health. That's why you've got a Peloton maybe instead of like going to seeing a therapist. That's why you've got the latest iPhone, but you're like, no, 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 I can't afford to work with Kezia or go and do whatever thing it is. You know, there's lots of applications to this, not just about working with me. But that's why it feels stretchy. It feels hard. It feels unimportant. It's why it never gets done. Why maybe you've been sitting here and you're like, oh, I've been struggling with like these health things and my skin and my bloating and my hormones have been awful. I'm getting worse for like the last decade, but I haven't done anything because I haven't gotten support because really I don't deserve to have support. I don't, I'm, I, that's, it's not important for me to feel good. And when you can understand the context of that, because sometimes you can think, you can have thought that, and then you just blame yourself of like, oh, I'm just so rubbish at life. I just have now I have a low self-esteem and that's terrible. And yeah, that might be going on. But also if you can look at the wider context, it's probably near impossible for you to um, have cultivated a life where you receive support and you are active and, you know, because that's not the context that we've been in. You've never seen it modeled to you. You've not seen, like, it's unlikely that you saw it in your your mother. It's unlikely that you see it in women around you now because it is radical and revolutionary and people just don't do it. It's not that, again, it's not necessarily because they're like actively trying not to. They just don't even think. Oh, oh maybe like, oh, maybe I need some support. <laughs> and that honestly it's 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 I see it all the time with clients so if I think about one specific client came to me um really low energy had a couple of diagnoses happening I'm just struggling main thing struggling with energy she was doing one part two part-time jobs also mainly like managing up all the things in her um, family life. So really she kind of had like three jobs, three roles, sets of responsibilities. All of these things were all big caregiving roles with complex things coming up involving in caring and community and um, dealing with vulnerable people. All three, essentially three jobs of that all happening. But then she also was kind of thinking about all the stuff with like kids and life and home and birthdays and extension in the house and food and and everyone else's kind of schedule was more important than hers. So some of what we had to do was, yeah, we had to deal with biology. We ran some tests. We looked at her hormones, checked in with her thyroid. We looked at some nutrients. We looked at her gut. We looked at her sleep quality, her circadian rhythm. Like, yeah, deal with the biology for sure. We also need to be like, you need, you need some support. Like this is, (laughs) this is part of why you are struggling with your health is because you are doing too much and your body is telling you that. So when it comes to like, what, Kezia, what has this got to do with my health? What has this got to do with my health issues and my symptoms? A lack of support often leads to chronic stress. And we know chronic stress contributes to a whole host of health issues. So, and it's not necessarily, remember, this isn't about you actively not getting support. This is just the way that our world has been shaped is likely going to mean that you 
are just expected to be supportive of everything in your everyone in your life. And that's not a bad thing if that's what you choose. But there is this expectation where you are support, you don't get support. And that often means you're really stressed out because chances are now you're expected to all the stuff career and work-wise and all the stuff home-wise. That's generally how it gets divided up. Even if you feel like you're quite progressive with that, that's probably still, there's still stuff happening there. So that's going to create a lot of stress because there's literally only so much a person can do. And you probably don't, you're just constantly being productive or thinking of lists or doing stuff for kids or for work or for the house or for the dogs or for the pets or for your family or for your grand or for you. And then you never get rest. Then you're going to be chronically stressed and that's going to lead to a whole host of health issues. The other re- the way it impacts your health is you don't know what the problem is because you've not allowed yourself to get support to figure it out. You don't, this could be as simple as you just don't make time to go to the doctor. You don't make time to go to the dentist. You don't make time to book a call with me. You don't make time to go see a therapist. You don't make time to go to the physio, the chiropractor. So you don't know what the problem is. You can't do anything about it. So you don't feel, it, nothing changes. And you also maybe don't know what the right problem is to solve. Because you probably need help to figure out that problem. But if you don't allow yourself to be supported and get help and to invest in yourself, you just, you know, it's like a vicious circle. The other way that it's going to support our health is that it means we're really resistant often to investing in our health and in our bodies. So that might look like you're really resistant to um, buying organic butter instead of margarine because it's a bit more expensive. You're resistant to buying higher quality meat because it's a bit more expensive, um, resistant to going and seeing a therapist, um, going maybe and paying for private ultrasound that you feel like you really need, coming and working with me, you're really resistant to it, yet you've probably invested in, and obviously I don't know anything about your financial situation, but I see this pattern a lot and I've seen it in myself a lot, is that you've invest in a mortgage each month, a car, maybe a nicer car than what you need. You've gone on hot holidays above your body, above your health, above you feeling good. And yeah, you might feel good on holiday for a week, but it's weird that we're so happy to invest in that. And I have nothing against, in fact, I've booked several holidays for this year. I have nothing against holiday. I have nothing against you paying your mortgage or having the world's nicest car. Really, you go. it really I just want you to be really healthy so that you can enjoy it and it's weird how we often have resistance we don't have resistance to getting the latest iPhone but we have resistance to maybe investing in our health and in our bodies we don't have resistance to maybe buying a new sofa sweet set whatever and you're like woohoo exciting which is exciting getting a new sofa how fun but it's like oh but like we'll do that but oh I wouldn't spend let's say a new sofa costs a thousand pounds. Oh, I couldn't, I couldn't possibly spend that on my health. It's interesting that most, most women, not everyone, but if I said to you now, how would you feel about spending a thousand pounds on a new sofa? You might be like, okay, cool. How would you feel about spending a thousand pounds on lab tests and a program to really help with your, the key symptoms that have been bothering you for the last five years? You'd probably be like, oh, well, no, I don't have the money or something. Just, it's really interesting, but it gets in the way because we, if we think we don't get to have support, we're not allowed to, you know, all of these things, then we, you know, it's going to affect how we, the, what we invest in. 
You know, if you don't think you're allowed to feel good and if you're in this context, which I've been explaining, then it does feel really awful. You might feel sick about spending money on your health. You might want to puke at the idea of spending 70 quid to go and see a therapist. You might like literally want to panic at the idea of, um, you know, buying grass-fed beef or something. And that's okay. I'm just saying, and that's what I'm saying. I'm saying it's okay. That's kind of expected. When you look back at history, you look back at society, you look back at the roles and the expectation that have been put on female bodies and the, and the fact that we have been support. So when you change that, it does feel scary. There's a part of you that's going to feel scared about that. But if you want to feel good, it needs to change. Okay. So it's a radical, it's revolutionary and it's hard. So because you feel anxious, because you feel scared about investing with it, to like I've had clients often before people work with me, there's, oh, Kezia, this feels scary because it's an investment and it should be an investment. And it's like, oh, I feel scary. I have one client be like, I think I'm going to be sick, but I really want to do it. That makes sense. It makes sense that it feels scary. It's, it's revolutionary. It's radical for you to feel good. It's radical for you to get support, whatever that looks like. It's totally radical. Okay, but I hear, I hear the imaginary butts, <laughs> the imaginary butts coming, but Kezia, but Kezia, what if I don't know what support I need? That's a, that's a great question. I often find myself thinking that I'm like, oh, uh, what support could I have that? You know, literally, that's something you could maybe Google or another way of doing it. And I've gotten clients to this before is write out everything that you manage think about and do in a week. Look at your calendar. And I'm talking really granular here, like, oh, drop this off, pick this up, order this, think about this, plan this, do this, do this laundry, put it away, think about holidays, where should we go, insurance, kids and nursery and getting the doctors in and thinking about the house and renovating and think, just write out everything that you think about, manage and do in a day. And just look at, okay, what areas do I not need to be doing? Do you need to be the one who takes, you you know, who sorts out life insurance if you're in a family or a partnership? No. Do you need to always be the one thinking about food? Again, if you're in a family or partnership? No. Do you need to um, clean your house? No. (laughs) Do you need to be the one walking your dog? No. Nope, 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 nope. So that's one way. The next but that people can have be like, Kezia, I don't have the money. I don't have the money to get a cleaner, get more childcare, go to therapy, work with you, uh, buy a sports bra, buy organic butter, wherever it is. Obviously, we're all at different finances, all of those numbers. First thing, uh, make sure that you are telling the truth here. So when you say I don't have the money, that could be totally true. I have been there when you my grand earnings of the month is 500 pounds and it's just been me and I've been paying rent, food, all the things from that amount of money. Been there when it's just like, nope, because the numbers don't add up. Organic butter is not happening. Okay. And that's totally fine. But often we say this and it's not true. So what I mean by that is look at what you spend your money on. What, so in a month, 
and your statements look, where does all your money go? What do you invest in every month? So you probably invest in your home, you'll invest in heating, your phone, your bills, uh, maybe a car, maybe some subscriptions, maybe Netflix, takeaway, um, maybe a gym, clothes, coffees, whatever it is. And just look at that and see, do you actually not have the money or do you not think you think other things are more important. So first of all, when it comes to money, make sure you're telling the truth because you might be like, Kezi, I can't afford that. But then you drink two bottles of wine a week, which probably equates to maybe like 40 quid a month. So you're like, well, maybe if you just, you know, change that up or you're like, oh no, don't have the money, Kezi, but you maybe just bought a new iPad and you had the latest iPhone and a contract for that. Again, this isn't about judging. I really want you to hear me on this. I have no problem you should have a really nice iPhone if you want one. I'm so fine with that. It's about telling the truth. And this kind of unconscious way where we're like, no, 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 I don't have the money, Kezia, whatever. So that's the first thing. Make sure you're telling the truth. Because maybe you've just had a really lovely holiday to Portugal and that maybe cost you a thousand pounds. I'm so glad that you went on holiday, but you're like, oh, actually I did have a thousand pounds. I found a thousand pounds to go on holiday. Could I find, I can find a thousand pounds for my mental health, for my health, for getting support, for childcare, for babysitting, for whatever it is that you feel like you need. So that's the first thing. If you're, but Kezia, I don't have money. First of all, tell the truth. Figure out, is that true? Next thing is then get creative. Maybe you don't. Maybe you're like, no, literally, Kezia, I I literally follow every penny. (laughs) That's fine. Get creative. Swap. Look at resources. Listen to podcasts library books, do babysitting swaps when it comes to childcare and also make a plan to earn more. I know that doesn't, that can feel a bit stretchy again because women haven't been told that you can, because we've been so busy supporting everyone else, we don't make any money historically. We don't get to keep our money. We don't even get to have money. We like, that's changed obviously, but we can still have this idea that we, uh, if you don't have the finances, make a plan to earn some more that's going to work really well for you. That's not like you doing a soulless job. So that's a more of a future thing. So obviously in the moment you don't have it, but make a plan for that to change. What would that look like? What would that feel like? How could you earn some more money? If you, you know, and that, and be creative about that doesn't mean I need to go and work 16 hours a week and get paid five pounds an hour, whatever. There's lots of different ways. Uh, But get creative in the moment. There's so many things that you can do and get support through um, babysitting, babysitting swaps, through resources, kind of library books, and just like um, finding out free stuff on the internet, like getting the support you have if you're in a partnership or a family or with housemates or with friends, like being really clear, like, hey, if you do this, could we swap this? I really need some more support. Um, like there's lots of different ways that you can do it. And also often people think, oh, I don't have money to do a cleaner every week, for example, it'd be too much. But you might be able to get a cleaner once a month. Maybe you could find that, um, how much it would be? 30 pounds once a month. You could figure that out. You don't have to go to, okay, it's 30 pounds every week. You can go really slow with things sometimes. The next but that people have is, oh, but it's really easy for you because, I don't know, whatever, fill in the blank. It's easy because blah, 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 blah. No, I like, this is this is difficult for people wherever they're at, no matter how much money they do or don't and how many kids they do or don't have, how many, how big or small their family is. Like, no, don't get into the comparison game. The next thing that I see a lot is, but 
Because yeah, I'm fine. I'm actually fine. I really don't need help. My question is, are you? Because you emotionally might be fine because this is what you're used to because we've been drenched in this kind of like expectation our whole lives, even before we were born. It's just the way the world has worked. So if you're like, no, 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 Kezi, I'm totally fine. I actually like doing this. Um, I can totally do all this stuff. That's okay. But what is your body saying to you? So your symptoms are your body's way of communicating to you and telling you that you are not fine. Just because you can cope doesn't mean it's good for you to continue to. Just because you can cope, just because you can do all the things doesn't mean it is good for your health and your well-being to continue to do all the things. Okay? So maybe you're like totally no I can, I'm fine. I don't I really don't need I don't need much help. I can manage it. It's cool. Okay. Look at your symptoms. Look at your mental health, look at your body, look at your weight, look at your markers, look at what's going on. And if those are out of balance, you are not fine and you probably need some support. Okay? It's so important if you are looking to see um, some shifts in terms of health, change, you want to have better energy, less pain, less like bloating, good digestion, really healthy hormones. You're, and that I'm guessing you're saying that because you don't have that right now. So you're, you're saying you want change. If you want to create change in your life, you nearly always need support to do that. And understanding that getting support is often can feel really radical, revolutionary, and we can have so much resistance to getting it can best really help you to have some compassion on yourself and realize like, oh, this is maybe why I haven't made progress. Like, because you probably know some useful stuff to do if you've listened to this podcast. Like I've got like 200 episodes of like how to deal with thrush and PCOS and balance your hormones and deal with digestion, like really practical stuff all of that, like there's, you know, make sure you've listened to some of that practical things. But chances are you might not be doing it if you don't feel like you deserve support, if you're not allowed to, if you don't have permission to get support, you just won't like take action on that. It's just, it's just the way it is. Dealing, dealing, dealing. Things will never be the same. What song is that? It's just the way it is. Anyway, sorry. I can't remember what that song is. Anyway, it probably actually has nothing to do with the topic of this of this podcast. Anyway, I'm going to take that as a sign that I should go and have some lunch. Um, but I just want you to give, to realize this, you feeling good, you being well and healthy and energized is radical and revolutionary. Our culture, our society hasn't needed you to feel good. It's needed you to be helpful and quiet you have been the support and therefore we have inadvertently, we can inadvertently think, be brainwashed into thinking we don't get support. We're not allowed to get support or for most people, they just don't even think of it as an option. It's like, of course I would invest in like car holidays, iPads, technology, pets first. Of course, like we don't even think it's not like I am deliberately not supporting myself. It's just, oh, I didn't. Oh yeah. I didn't even think about that. So just wanted this episode to be a bit of an offering for you. You don't have to agree with everything I say and that's totally okay. But I want to leave this with you. Think about it. Are you allowing yourself to be supported? And where do you need to get more support? If you feel like you want my support, then I would love to chat with you. You could book in one of my free clarity calls. 
when there's space at keziahall.com forward slash book. I'd love to chat this through with you. Zero pressure. But I, it, but whatever it is, where can you get support? It might be just going and doing a doctor's appointment, finally booking to see that therapist. It might be getting a bit more childcare, getting a cleaner, doing a meal box, getting your partner to clean the toilet. You know, there's a, there's a plethora of options. But sending you lots of love. And I'll speak to you next week. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I'm so glad that you are here. And if you're looking for more in-depth, personalized support, then remember, I'm currently taking on new clients so we could get started working together super soon. So head to keziahall.com forward slash book to book in your call with me and we'll just chat it through what it looks like, what it would look like for you and answer all of your questions and you can decide if it's a good fit. So head to keziahall.com forward slash book, book in your call with me and we can chat super soon on Zoom, which would be really fun. It'd be like a podcast, but where you can reply. (laughs) (laughs) which is always fun. So I would love to chat with you. So head to keziahall.com forward slash book and we can just chat it through. This is a really chilled, informal chat. No pressure, no weird, weird sales techniques, just a chat on Zoom and feel free to bring a cup of tea. Okay. I look forward to speaking to you soon.